Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Today on Drawing Near, we see a brief summary of the ministry of Jesus. But in this summary is a significant truth. The way we think of Jesus is important. It is not enough simply to read the stories and believe them. We need to pause and ponder the significance of what we are reading. Let's open our Bibles today to Luke chapter 6 and study the power of Jesus. And in preparation for our study today, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And Father in heaven, we give thanks to you today for your rich and many blessings. Your tender mercies are new to us each morning. You are a God who reaches out to us, who makes yourself known, who works in your creation, who supplies all life with its life breath. Father, we thank you for your power and your presence. We thank you for your patience and your perseverance toward us. We ask, Father, that you would help us to understand your word. Even in these summarizing passages, help us to see the significant truths that they contain. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we're going to begin reading from Luke chapter 6. We're going to read verses 17 through 19. Luke writes, Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place. And there was a large crowd of his disciples and a great throng of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were being cured. And all the people were trying to touch him, for power was coming from him and healing them all. Jesus had spent the entire night in prayer, and according to the context, it appears that when he had finished praying, he set aside twelve disciples. We saw that list in the previous verses. When verse 17 says Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place, It seems that sequentially in this passage, Jesus had prayed all night on the mountain, chosen his disciples, and then Jesus and his 12 chosen disciples came down and stood on a level place, came down off the mountain, and there was this vast level plain. We're told something special and unique at the end of verse 17. We're told there was a large crowd of his disciples. Very often we think of his disciples as just being 12 people. But Jesus had a large crowd of disciples, a large crowd of people who followed Jesus, who learned from Jesus. They went from place to place with him, or when he went to a new area, a new town, many of his followers, many of his disciples, people who identified themselves as followers of Jesus, would come out to see him. He had a large crowd of disciples. And not only was there a large crowd of disciples on this level place, we're told and a great throng, a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem. They had traveled long distances to come and to hear and to see Jesus, and not only from Judea and Jerusalem, but also the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. Jesus' popularity had spread in a magnificent way. There were huge crowds of people coming to see him, especially on this occasion, which causes me to consider The prayer life of Jesus the night before, was he simply preparing himself for choosing the 12 disciples? Or 
was he also being prepared by the Father for this great outpouring from his body, from his spirit. Because look at verse 18. These had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were being cured. The power of Jesus to heal came from his body. And we see that in verse 19. And all the people were trying to touch him, for power was coming from him and healing them all. Let's pause for a moment and consider this scene. All of these people, a vast multitude, we don't know how many, but we know that when Jesus fed the multitudes, there were 5,000 and on another occasion, 4,000 individuals, men, who were gathered and were fed the loaves and the fishes. It's easily conceivable that there were thousands of people on this level place, on this plain at the bottom of the mountain. The Bible doesn't tell us that, but it could very easily be true. Imagine the chaos. Imagine all the commotion, all of the noise, and this great throng of people were trying to touch him. They were trying to press him. There were so many people there, so desperate to be healed, so desperate to be cured, that they were pressing in on Jesus and trying to simply touch him. It reminds us of the story with the woman with the issue of blood, who as Jesus was walking through this great crowd of people, she reached out from behind him and touched the hem of his garment, and he was healed. And Jesus sensed that power had flowed from his body. And so he turned around and said, who touched me? The disciples responded, Lord, look at all these people pressing in on you. How can you ask who touched me? Because everyone was pressing and touching Jesus. That's the kind of scene here. But rather than just one woman trying to touch him, all of these individuals who were desperate to be healed were pressing in on Jesus and trying to touch him. And the indication is from verse 19 is that power was coming from him as they touched him. He was healing them all simply as they were touching him. What amazing power Jesus possessed in his body that people who were desperate, who trusted, who had faith, who sought to be healed would touch Jesus and just the mere touch of his body would cause healing to take place. We need to see Jesus as more than just a good teacher, as more than just a man. We need to be reminded that Jesus is God's Son, but Jesus is God in the flesh. Jesus, through prayer, through drawing near to the Father, had power unlike anything else we've ever witnessed on the earth. This is huge, especially when you consider that when Jesus went to be crucified, when he was arrested, taken into custody, tried, beaten, scourged, there is no way any human authority, any human power, any human court could do what they wished with Jesus unless Jesus and our Heavenly Father was willing. We have a Savior. We have a Lord who humbly yielded himself to the cross to die and to cure us from our sin to remove our sin from us. His power enables us that if we will just reach out to Jesus in faith, we can be saved. We can be healed. We have a greater need than physical healing. We need to be spiritually healed. We need to have our spiritual eyes opened because apart from Christ, we're blind. Our spiritual ears opened. 
because apart from Christ, we're deaf. We need to have our bodies spiritually touched by God. Otherwise, we are lame and crippled and leprous. We come to Christ. We reach out to Christ because the power comes from Christ and Christ alone to save us. We can see some demonstration of all of this in this passage. Jesus was not discriminate in how he healed. If they came forward to touch him, it appears from this passage, they were healed. Power was coming from him and healing them all. Let me ask you, what kind of God do you serve? What kind of Lord do you follow? Do not allow your mind to conceive of a God that is too small, that is too boxed in by your own understanding and imagination. We need to see God. We need to see Christ. We need to see the Spirit as they are revealed to us in the Holy Scriptures. But we cannot do that if we are not reading and studying and pondering, meditating on the Holy Scriptures. This takes work. This takes effort. This is contrary to our fleshly nature, so we must walk in the Spirit to do this. Jesus prayed all night long, called his disciples, came down and met a throng of people, disciples and people who were not named as disciples, and power was flowing from him as they were touching him and all of them being healed. What an amazing passage. What an amazing Savior and God we serve. Father in heaven, help us to glory in Christ, to not glory in our wisdom, to not glory in our strength, to not glory in our riches, but rather to glory that we know Christ and his great salvation through the mercy and grace of Almighty God. Help us, Father, to proclaim that truth, to boast in the cross of Christ. And Father, I pray that you would give us boldness, that you would give us understanding that we would be worshipful and loving and thankful for all of these truths. Father, it's beyond my comprehension to consider how much love you must have for your people, that you would send your Son, your only begotten Son, into the world to demonstrate his deity. He says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, to make you known and to do this in his life and his death and his resurrection. I thank you that he sits at your right hand and he intercedes for us. I thank you for our great high priest and Lord. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and he will draw near to us.